Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Father Eric Lyles, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Lenten journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let your Spirit, O Lord, come into the midst of us to wash us with the pure water of repentance and prepare us to be always a living sacrifice to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, beginning in the third chapter, verses 7 through 19a. Jesus departed with his disciples to the lake, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, hearing all that he was doing. They came to him in great numbers from Judea, Jerusalem, Edumea, beyond the Jordan, and the region around Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him, for he had cured many so that all who had diseases pressed upon him to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and shouted, You are the Son of God. But he sternly ordered them not to make him known. He went up the mountain and called to him those whom he wanted, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, to be with him and to be sent out to proclaim the message and to have authority to cast out demons. So he appointed the twelve, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanginis, that is, sons of thunder, and Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Then he went home. The word of the Lord. A couple of really interesting things are happening in this passage from Mark. As the litany of locations are listed in summary of Jesus' activities, the response is that the people of Israelite heritage from all over these areas flock to Jesus, indicating that a renewal of all Israel is underway. The crowds are so large that Jesus asks for a boat to be made ready so that he can maneuver and teach without being crushed. One of the common themes throughout Mark's account is the messianic secret. Over and over as Jesus heals or encounters the unclean spirits who know who he really is, Jesus is commanding people and the spirits to keep quiet about his identity. If the whole point of his ministry is bringing all people to be reconciled to God, why would he want anyone to keep who he is or what he's up to a secret? One simplified answer is that who Jesus is and what he is really all about is not made fully clear until his death and resurrection. Being a great teacher, healer, and leader are all well and good. 
But in the ministry of Jesus, these are all a prelude to his sacrifice on our behalf in obedience to God the Father. The cross is the lens through which all of these teachings and healings is to be understood. In Mark, it seems that only the enemies of Jesus, unclean spirits and the Roman centurion at the cross, know who Jesus really is. Yes, Peter proclaims that Jesus is the Messiah, but Peter's understanding of this title is misunderstood. After Jesus' passion and resurrection, the experiences the disciples share with Jesus will begin to make sense to them, as does his choosing of these apostles to continue his work. Remember that central to the teachings of the Hebrew Bible is that there are 12 tribes, and each is given a section of the promised land on which to live out their lives and faith. It is no accident, then, that Jesus appoints 12 apostles. He goes up the mountain, signifying a new Sinai, and the twelve are invested with the same proclamation of God's kingdom and given authority and power to exercise demons just as Jesus does. They become an extension of his program, and we are the contemporary extension of the same Jesus movement. Once the disciples understand the cost of following Jesus— and the great reward of being reconciled to God, they carry out his command to go into the world to make disciples of all nations. And thank God that they did. May we have the strength and courage to do the same. Amen. Let us pray together in the words that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. 